Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. But please be very quiet while we're doing it. I have to have my concentration. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show i am sitting here sitting over there at the helm today making it sound good she is the duchess of the dorks she is ashley the pickle pickle such a i mean that's just do you that's your highest form of creativity right there applause to you hold on (laughs) time out i also get credit for your actual nickname yes yes you do i was the first one to call you the duchess of the dorks yes not realizing why it popped into your mind no. But you still, I mean, I believe you when you say that you didn't actually realize it was from The Simpsons when you said it. No, I didn't. I, I know I, that you I mean, watch that, enough again, of that that it just happened. It, I'm sure. It just happens. I'm sure in the same way that I use the word cromulent, just like in an, in a, in a usual, <laughs> in an average sentence, yeah. that it's probably burrowed back, back there, there deep in my cerebral cortex. Uh-huh. But... Yeah, I, I did not. I do believe you when you so, say that because I, I know that you throw out those I'm references not, without realizing right. it. Right. Give me this one thing that I was actually kind of <laughs> clever about. Uh, do we first four through the door? It sh- we sure do. It it, it sure is. <laughs> uh, it was Ed McElroy, Rob Hadaway, Meese, and Jennifer Pinnell. No, oh, that's a new one. Hi, Jennifer. My aunt. Oh, <laughs> family. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Uh, I'll quit making fun of your niece then. <laughs> Whatever. For five seconds. Whatever. <laughs> uh, today is Thursday, November twelfth, twenty twenty. Fourteen days till Thanksgiving. This is true. Dude, yesterday, that's, yeah, that's the two week mark. Holy. Yesterday, holy this is true. I called my butcher. Oh yes. And I reserved my fresh turkey breast. We are okay. 14 days till Thanksgiving, two weeks from right now. We will not be having a show because we'll be celebrating the best day of the year. We're 14 days away. Which quick pu- public service announcement. Mm-hmm. I got a thing in the mail. I don't know if anyone shops at Winco, but if you have mm-hmm. a Winco near you, I saw that they're doing a thing right now that if you spend $100 at Winco, mm-hmm. then you get a free turkey. And like mm, That's not a bad deal. That's a pretty good – like, I mean, I'm thinking like a regular family of four, if you go shopping and you're going to get you're all gonna your stuff at once, on, yeah. you're going to spend a hundred – yeah, get a free turkey out of it. Because what? Turkeys are 
Oh, I'm embarrass myself here. They're kind of pricey. I they feel like they can be pricey. I was gonna say that probably saves you somewhere around twenty five bucks. Yeah, I depending say, on you know, depending on the size of turkey. Yeah, twenty five. And I know from shopping at Winco, like they're they're like yeah, the butcher area, like the the meat selection is hmm. top notch. So I would assume that it would be a pretty good turkey. So hmm. if you got a family that you're trying to feed, go get a free turkey. Yeah. Free turkey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, episode 1066. 1066, number of games played by Ian Kinsler in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. That's a Missouri grad. On today's show, me amigos, e me amigas, we're going an hour, an hour-ish. We're doing it live. F it, we'll do it live. We are going to give you your week 12 uh, watching guide, as Pickle has called it, the butt groove guide, as you're yeah. working on your butt groove on your couch. We'll tell you how to sit on your couch and watch football this weekend. Then... Uh, we will give the picks, my high school football predictions. And there's two of them. There's two of them because for the next three weeks, this week and then three more weeks, mm-hmm. we're splitting up the playoffs and the non-playoffs. So, six, we're, so 6A, 5A gets its own uh, uh, its, its own video and uh, 4A and below gets its own video, including in 4A below, I predict every single playoff game this weekend. All of them. I'm a crazy person. <laughs> um, so we'll have that in the back half of the show. We'll round it all out with America's favorite segment, free money, which has a, a less, a, a smaller, a smaller um, slate this week. But uh, that's thank because, God. Uh, no, not thank God. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't like that. A and M in Tennessee got postponed. <laughs> that's fair. Would you keep... Okay, time to go to the butt groove guide. All right. <laughs> Sassy. Let's go into our week 12 watch guide. Uh, so, here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football, we are trying our best to slow the spread of coronavirus. We are fundamentally... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what is this? It is factual. At least, <laughs> you're put it on your big screen. Football goes, football goes on small screens this weekend for one weekend and one weekend only. You're a monster. I am. Um, <laughs> we here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football are working to slow the spread of coronavirus. Okay, yeah. that's what we're doing. We are fundamentally public health. We're a public health show, and as a result, we need you. I need you to sit on your couch all weekend and watch football. Please, mm-hmm. please do it. For do the it for your good. Do it for your neighbors. Do for for grandma. Think of grandma. Think of grandma. Please sit on your couch and watch football all weekend. That is the sacrifice you can make. Yeah. And so we are going to give you what games you should watch. We have a full list, I believe 47 games that we can. Is that right? Man, you, it's uh, just going hard on that thing. I had the number. 45 games. I'm sorry. We have 45 games that you can stream. Texas high school football games that you can stream this weekend, including a bunch of playoff games. So, uh, and as always, if this is your first time with the Butt Groove Guide, what we're asked, we are working on the assumption that you have no more than three, three screens. screens. Okay, you have television, you have laptop, you have phone. We are okay? blue collar watchers. We are. We are. We are. Uh, we are men and women of the people. Yes. Okay? We're middle class. Mm-hmm. And so, well, I am pickles. Yeah. Yeah. She got the big. She got right. The, whatever. You got the projector. I do. Yeah, see? <laughs> anyway. But. <laughs> so, what we're going to do is we want you to sit on your couch and watch football all weekend, and we're going to tell you what to watch and when. So, let's start with Thursday. Thursday, tonight, you got a bunch of playoff games. Mm-hmm. You can watch a bunch of playoff games, including, including, on your big screen, on your big screen, I want you to, uh, I want you to watch, what do I want you to watch on the big screen? Land passes? 
Did they play tonight? Oh, we don't have a stream. Pretty sure. I don't think we have a stream, though. Oh, darn. Um, uh, but Ace Whitehead is taking over our, uh, our Instagram account, Instagram yeah, account yeah, so today. So if you're a lame passes fiend, you can watch up. Okay, here's what I want you to watch. I want you to watch a playoff game in um, 3A Division One on the big screen. Wall and Boyd, 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, I want you to stream that game. There is That's an upset special from Ishmael Johnson. Ishmael Johnson thinks there's a decent chance that Boyd, which did start the year undefeated and was off to a great start. I think they might have even cracked the rankings at one point. They have been terrific. Wall, of course, has uh, the, they have the flex bone offense. They're very hard to stop, but that's going to be a lot of fun. I, w- I would uh, tell you to watch that on your, on your big screen. That's your big screen. On your second screen, I want you to put on a non-playoff game. I want you to put on a 6A game between Katie and Katie Taylor. Katie Taylor is probably the third best team in that district yep. behind Katie and Katie, Katie Tompkins. Tompkins. But can Katie bounce back from a uh, very, very rare district loss? Mm-hmm. Um, we will find out. Put that on your com- on your computer. And in your, you know, you got a dealer's choice on your phone, but you got a few different options. I think Silsby Lamarck could be interesting. I like the Silsby team. I think they're really dangerous. Uh, if you want to get some eyes on Lindale, Lindale's playing Viter tonight. I think that's interesting. If you want some El Paso action, El Paso Eastlake and El Paso Montwood uh, are playing tonight. Um, one of the more underrated teams in the state. If you want to watch, um, if you want to watch East Chambers and uh, take on Trinity, East Chambers is a big favorite in that game. But if you want to see Ernest Caesar, their running back, you got an opportunity there. I would also say Buffalo and Rice Consolidated. I think Buffalo is your favorite there, but I will say that Rice Consolidated is tricky enough that they can give you trouble. So Thursday night action, a lot to watch. Make sure you sit on your couch and watch football. Let's go to Friday. Oh boy! So Friday is going to be interesting because Friday you have to balance. You have to balance the fact that we're going to have some banging big school games, really, really good 5A, 6A games Mm -hmm. versus some playoff games, which obviously have higher stakes. So I'm going to try to find a way to balance that, okay? What we're going to do is on your big screen, or on your big screen, I want you to do a playoff game because it is the playoffs and you need to be watching playoffs. As a result, I want you to watch... Mm. I want you to watch Columbus and Rockdale on the big yeah. screen. Okay? That's the game that I spotlight, spoiler alert, in my picks video coming up here in a little bit. Columbus and Rockdale will tell us a lot about the shape of 3A Division 1 Region 3. Okay? Because District 11 and District 12, we're not real sure what they're going to look like. So mm-hmm. I would put that on your uh, big screen. Okay? That's the big screen. On the, compu- on the computer, I want, you to go, I want you to go big school again. Okay? I want you to watch... Allen and Denton Geyer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, here's the interesting thing about this. Normally, I would say to watch Cedar Hill Duncanville. Right. But Cedar Hill Duncanville, there's nothing on the line, basically, outside of a district championship. Yeah. Which, I mean, seems like a lot, but like they're locked in. Duncanville's going to be the number one seed in Division One, and Cedar Hill's going to be the number one seed in Division Two. This is just for the district championship. Now, you can get some eyes on them, but Allen and Denton Geyer has real impacts on that district race in 5-6-A. And as a result, I want you to watch that. Allen, of course, defending the home field. They've never lost at Allen Eagle Stadium. They I was going to say, the streak alone adds to it. Right. Geyer, of course, has Eli Stowers. I want to see if Allen's defense can bounce back after a pretty poor performance last week. Um, so, huge game there. I want you to watch Allen and Geyer on your computer. Now, on your phone, I'm going to give you two options, okay? Because... I freely recognize that some of you guys are going to be like, I just want to watch a big school game, right? And I freely recognize some of you guys are going to be like, I want to watch a playoff game. And you're both right. 
And in many respects, you're both wrong. So I'm going to give you an option for both. If you are a big school guy, I want you to watch Richmond Foster and Manville. Okay? okay, that game's going on seven o'clock. It's, it's kind a top of a hipster top pick. ten top ten matchup in five A Division one. Um, a little bit off the board. Philip Amy for Foster has been fantastic. They have not looked as invincible recently as they did in the early going. Mm-hmm. Manville may in fact be a year early. A huge, probably a district championship game there in in their district. In fact, I think it is the district championship game. Foster and Manville for your big school slate. If you're a big school fan, put that on your phone. If you are looking for a playoff game, the other playoff game you need to watch is probably Jasper and China Spring. Mm -hmm. Jasper and China Spring, uh, I think you've got two great running games. Um, that are going to go square off against one another. The other, the other option there, if you're if you want a playoff game, the other option, in my opinion, is East Bernard and Lexington. Lexington is a team. Lexington is a super confusing team. Yeah. They started off white hot, looked mm-hmm. like maybe they're a big time contender in three A Division two. Ended up finishing fourth in their district, and now they're going to draw East Bernard in the first round of three A Division two play. If they play up to their paper, Lexington can spring the upset. Mm-hmm. But they have not played up to their paper in a while. And so that is one game to keep an eye on. So if you are, depending on, on what you want to do, uh, big score or small score on your phone. But I, I think playoffs, on the, uh, playoffs in Columbus and Rockdale on the big screen, I want you to do Allen Denton Guy on your computer and then dealer's choice for big school or small school on your phone. Okay. We'll have almost all of those on Fox Sports Southwest too. Yes, we will. Mm-hmm. Um, you're supposed to watch Fox Sports Southwest. I'm supposed to tell you that. Okay. So let's talk about your... Um, your your Saturday as you're gonna sit on your couch work on your butt group. You have like eight thousand games to choose from at two thirty. Yeah. So <laughs> like they're not spread so out all, well. <laughs> so eleven a.m. is easy. Early slate, TC West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Watch TC West Virginia. Virginia figures to be a pretty good game too. Um, out there in West by God, Virginia. Okay. Two p.m. is a problem. Okay. Yes. Because the two thirty slate, there are five. There are six games. If you go two to three. There are six games in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. What I want you to watch, I guess at 3 o'clock, watch Baylor and Tech. I also want you to watch UTEP and UTSA. I think Rice and La Tech has a chance Rice and to La be Tech good. has a chance to be fun. I think Houston's going to blow out South Florida. Yes, Spoiler I agree. alert for free money. Um, I think Georgia Southern might put the boots to Texas State. Spoiler alert for free money. Um, North Texas UAB, if you're a glutton for punishment, you can watch that. Yeah, but I would say that those three, <laughs> uh, in some order, UTEP, UTSA, uh, Baylor, Texas Tech, and Rice, Louisiana Tech. Your mileage may vary for for what you want. But then the nightcap. There's only one game for the college ranks. Mm-hmm. SMU and it's Tulsa, probably the best game of the day. SMU Tulsa, fun game. SMU's gotta 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 uh, you know figure it out um, and 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 bounce back in a, in a big way. But the nightcap, I want you to do two things. There's two co- high school games I want you to watch. Livingston, Tyler, Chapel Hill, okay? That is a fun one versus four matchup, okay? Livingston coming off their first outright district championship since 1963, going up against Tyler Chapel Hill, who beat Henderson in week 11 to qualify for the playoffs. Great coaching matchup there in Finest Vanover uh, versus Jeff Reardon. Really excited about that one. I would even say, uh, if you're a high school person, put that on your big screen. And if you're a college person, put SMU on your big screen. And then you can also watch Wheatley and Brazosport. Wheatley coming off their first undefeated regular season as a UIL program. So uh, that is your butt groove guide. That's what you should watch this weekend. If you're looking for a high school game in the middle of it, uh, in the middle of the day, um, Klein Oak and Klein Kane is going off at 2 o'clock. That's the best after Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. game. That's I think streaming. Step will be there. I think you're right. 
I, I believe right. so. So if you're into that kind of thing. Anyway, that is what you should spend your weekend doing. That is your Week 12 Bud Group Guide. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Please consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. If you like this show, you can help make it possible by going to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. And you got a bunch of cool stuff, like magazines and online content and, and podcasts and... Greg Powers. And, and and Greg Powers. That's the selling point. True. People want more Greg Powers content. I'm convinced. As a Greg, I am offended. He's the better Greg. I thought you were going to say Greg Norman, but okay. <laughs> All right. It's week 12 of the Texas high school football season, and that means two things. One, in 2020, it means playoffs for 4A and below. Mm-hmm. It also means... Week 8 for the big schools, 6A and 5A. I know, it's confusing. We're going to start with the playoffs, though. We're going to start with 4A and below. I have the courage to predict every single UIL Texas high school football playoff game this weekend. That's right. That's right. Some say they do. I put my money where my mouth is. And by my money, I mean whatever shame I have left. <laughs> Here's the picks for the small school playoffs, the first round. You know, Texas football today. They're the four best or maybe worst words in sports. Win or go home. This is the first round of the 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A Texas high school football playoffs. These are the picks. Welcome into the picks presented by Visit Arlington, your guide to the Texas high school football weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and here we are. We've made it to the Texas high school football playoffs, at least for Class 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A. Remember, 6A and 5A are four weeks behind, and so we've got a separate picks video spotlighting the biggest games in the state there. But, hey, it's win or go home for the small schools in Texas high school football. It's an exciting time of year. What's that? Oh, it appears that my predictions are scrolling at the bottom of the screen. That's right. I have the courage to predict every single UIL Texas high school football playoff game this weekend. That's right. I guarantee I got at least one of these right. But there are massive games everywhere you look across the Texas high school football playoffs. We start in Conroe. 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Moorhead Stadium in Conroe. It's a 3A Division I by district showdown as the Rockdale Tigers take on the Columbus Cardinals. What are the keys to this matchup? Key number one, prepare for fireworks. Look, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, specifically because I think both of these offenses are really, really good. When you take a look at Columbus, Coach Matt Schobel has these Cardinals rolling right now behind their quarterback, Ty Thomas, an outstanding running game led by Kion Hurd. They're averaging more than 36 points per game. On the Rockdale side, about the same story, averaging more than 41 points a game behind breakout star quarterback Kobe Mitchell and stud running back Cameron Valdez. These are two teams that are going to light it up offensively. And by the way, both defenses, okay, but I think that they may be susceptible to these high-powered offenses. So if this turns into a shootout, who has the advantage? Key number two, the third quarter. You ever go through, start researching something and come across like a surprising fact that you can't really figure out why that's a fact? That's what happened to me as I was looking up and trying to figure out exactly how to diagnose this Columbus versus Rockdale game. Because, look, both of these teams start off fast. 
Okay, the first quarter, first half, they tend to be outstanding. And actually, they finish really strong as well. The fourth quarter has been arguably their best quarter of the year for both squads. But both teams kind of struggle in the third quarter. I've tried to mull it over in my head as to why that's the case. I haven't come up with a great reason, but the bottom line is that if you take a look at the numbers, the third quarter is the weakest quarter for both Rockdale and Columbus. So really, if one of those teams can just come out of halftime just pretty good, they could have an advantage. So who can win that third quarter? And key number three, Bellwether. So when you take a look at the Texas high school football bracket in 3A Division I, specifically in Region 3, we don't really know what to expect. And a lot of that is because we don't really know how to judge the districts that these two teams came out of. Columbus is the second place finisher in District 12, 3A Division I. That, that district was won by Hallettsville, and it seems like a pretty good district, right? You got a whole bunch of really solid teams. I think Columbus is a really good squad. Rockdale is the third place finisher out of District 11, 3A Division I, which was wild. Teams just beat up on one another. You had Cameron, Yo, and Troy, teams that we projected to be outstanding squads this year, missed the playoffs out of that district. And so we don't really know what these two districts are really about, the quality of these districts, because are they a bunch of teams that are just evenly matched but are just kind of mediocre? Or are they actually a bunch of really good teams that just kind of beat up on one another? We don't really know, and this is our first test. I think what this game looks like is going to, in fact, shape the rest of the region in 3A Division I. So when the dust settles, what have we learned about the shape of Region 3? Who am I picking? I'm going with Columbus. The reason I'm picking the Cardinals is because of defense. I trust their defense to come up with a couple of stops in this game. I also think that the balance they have offensively with Ty Thomas and Kion Hurd is going to lend a very, very good hand to them getting to the area round. Now, look, Rockdale's explosive. And I think you can make a real argument that this is going to be the most explosive spread team that the Cardinals have seen thus far this season. And they're going to challenge them. But I'm not sure that Rockdale is going to be able to find a way to slow down this Columbus attack. I think this game is close, and I think it does tell us a lot about what Region 3 looks like. But I think Columbus brings home a victory. Let's go to 4A Division 2. 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Driscoll Stadium in Crockett. The Jasper Bulldogs take on the China Spring Cougars in an outstanding bi-district matchup. And... This is an interesting test, I think, for China Spring. Jasper is a state-ranked squad. Their one loss on the year is to Carthage, and they played them, I would say, exceptionally tough. They run the ball really, really well, especially with their bruising running back, Carl Limbrick. You know, China Spring does the same thing. Emmanuel Abdallah, their running back, is a superstar. I think he's got a 500-yard game under his belt uh, this year. But the thing about that it has me a little bit worried about China Spring is they have had trouble in the past stopping the run. If you go back to their two losses on the year to Wake O'Connelly and to Salado, they got kind of beat up on the ground. So can they find a way to slow down this bruising rushing attack for Jasper? I think the Bulldogs have the edge here, but I think this game comes down to the wire. Seven o'clock Thursday night at Bulldog Stadium in Borger. It's a 2A Division One by district matchup between the Stratford Elks and the Clarendon Broncos, two teams that I think are better than their record indicates. Stratford's five and five, but their opponents that they've lost to are combined 39 and 10. I mean, that's pretty heady stuff. On the Clarendon side, it's pretty similar. They're 7-3. The three losses are to Wellington, Wheeler, and Vega. Okay, those are pretty good losses, I would say. 
Uh, a lot of attention, I think, is going to be paid to the outstanding dual threat quarterback for Stratford and Trevor Bell. But I think this game comes down to who can run the ball better. Is it Clarendon with Sylvester Ballard or is it the sophomore running back for Stratford in Zane Burr? I think this game is close. I think it comes down to who can make one or two defensive stops. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think Stratford brings home a close win. And 7.30 p.m. Friday night in Colorado City. It is a 1A Division I by-district matchup in the six-man ranks as the Ira Bulldogs take on the Westbrook Wildcats and talk about a pedigree disparity, at least recently. Westbrook is making their first playoff appearance since 2001. Since then, Ira has made the playoffs 15 times. Yeah, uh, they have been pretty successful, and the champions of District 7, 1A Division I, I think, have a chance to make a deep run if they can get past this very tough first-round matchup. I think Holden Rios, their outstanding do-it-all athlete, and Cody McCowan can lead the way for this Wildcats team. For Westbrook, it's the same song, different verse, which is defense. They have one of the best defenses in six-man football. Can they stand up to their first playoff game in more almost 20 years? Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think Hunter Rich has a big game for Westbrook. I think the Wildcats get the win. Those are far from the only big games in the first round of the Texas high school football small school playoffs. Remember, all my picks are scrolling at the bottom of the screen, so if I don't mention it out loud, you can check down here. Let's get to lightning round. In 4A Division 1, I like Canyon Lake over Lavernia and give me Canyon to take down Wichita Falls Hershey. Lindale gets past Viter and Melissa takes down Dallas Carter. 4A Division 2 now, Geronimo Navarro takes down Cuero. I like Graham to get by Van Alstine and give me Pleasant Grove over Bullard. 3A Division 1 now, I like Gladewater over Mount Vernon and what may be the best first round matchup in the state. I like Jordanton to beat Comfort. I'm going with Jim Ned over Paradise. Three Division Two now. I like East Bernard over Lexington, but keep an eye on that one. Lexington's certainly got the ceiling to pull off the upset, and I think Canadian gets off to a good start with a win over Coahoma. Staying in Three Division Two, I like Holiday over Millsap, and give me Newton over Harleton. Two Division One now. I like San Saba to beat Forsan, and give me Lindsay over Wolf City. Shelbyville squeaks by Beckville in one of the best games of the week. I like Flatonia over Ozona. Two Division Two now. Cristobal beats Burton. I like Hull Dicetta over West Sabine. And Munster beats Santo. And there's great action in six-man football. I like Borden County over Kroll in 1A Division I. And down in 1A Division II, I'm going Balmeray over Lorraine and Cherokee over Brooksmith. And those are the picks. I picked every single UIL Texas high school football playoff game. I either said it out loud or it was scrolling at the bottom of the screen. So if you missed it, you can just rewind. That's the magic of YouTube. And so then you can tell me, what am I wrong about? Leave comments down below. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And of course, see us at texasfootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of the 2020 UIL Texas High School Football Playoffs at texasfootball.com slash playoffs. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the first round of the Texas High School Football Playoffs. Be safe. Wear a mask. We'll see you. There it is. The picks. My high school football predictions for the small school playoffs. First round of the Texas High School Football Small School Playoffs. Um, yeah. Anyway, I guarantee 196 games. Actually, I can actually guarantee I got at least 10 of them right because I left. <laughs> there have been 10, if you didn't yeah. know, 11 now, actually. Yes. There have been 11 games that have been canceled because of COVID and teams have forfeited. And I picked all 11 of those teams and we recorded. They, there was only one that I knew. No. That's not true. I knew most of them were canceled, but I wasn't going to take them out. I'm sorry. Mm -mm. So I'm going to count those as wins. So I've gotten at least 11 right. <laughs> so I got Mart over Cumbie. Bang. Got it. So Never anyway. would have guessed. Uh, you got lucky. Got lucky. Because... Ooh.
I don't know if that one would have turned out that way. Woo! <laughs> anyway, there's the picks. That's on YouTube, so if you missed your game, mm-hmm. go back. It is in order of, um, like, if you go look at the bracket, it goes down region by region. So 4A Division 1, 4A Division, 4A Division 1, Region 1, 4A Division 1, Region 2, unless I mention it verbally, in which case those get pulled out, so that makes sense. So you go back on YouTube, youtube.com slash TF. TF. Um, and you can see the video and see where I picked. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking Football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us all TexasFootball.com. Sorry, my, my folks are watching Hank today. Mm-hmm. And they took him on a walk and they sent me pictures. No. It was pretty cute. Anyway. Uh, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. <laughs> Another one. Uh, so, yeah. So, there's more games. That was only 4A and below. Yeah. We also have 6A and 5A games. It's big games, actually, across the state. Uh, here are the picks for the big school games this week on Week 12 of the Texas High School Football season here on Texas Football Today. Week 12 of the Texas High School Football season, or Week 8, or I don't know. This is really hard to keep up with. I got into journalism, so I didn't have to do math. These are the picks. <laughs> Welcome into the Picks, presented by Visit Arlington, your guide to Texas high school football weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is your 6A and 5A preview for what is the eighth week of the big school season. Okay, remember, they started a month later. The smaller schools, 4A and below, are already into the playoffs. But we are now deep into district play for 6A and 5A. If you've come to this video looking for a preview of the big games in the playoffs this week, there's another video for you that's coming, I promise. It may already be up by the time that you're watching this. In any case, we're going to be focusing on 6A and 5A here today, and we've got big games all across the state. We start in the DFW Metroplex. 7 o'clock Friday night at Allen's Eagle Stadium. It is a District 5-6A showdown as the Allen Eagles welcome in the Denton Geyer Wildcats. What are the keys to this matchup? Key number one, Geyer's offense against Allen's defense. And you might be saying, well, that seems like a kind of obvious key. Yes, but there's a lot of intrigue in this question. Because on the Denton Geyer side, the offense with quarterback Eli Stowers has been pretty good. But I think it maybe has not quite met the sky-high expectations that I think a lot of people around the state had. Now, look, they've still been very good. Obviously, off to a terrific start there for the Wildcats. But I think they have another gear, and I want to see if they can find that. On the other side, for Allen's defense, throughout most of the season, they've been excellent. Very, very strong. Except last week, when they got touched up for 610 total yards by Little Elm in a district showdown. So, yeah, something to be desired there from the Allen defense. I think you've got two units that have a really high ceiling that maybe have another extra step that they can take. So, what happens when the Denton Geyer offense meets the Allen defense? Key number two, coaching showdown. And I'm actually really excited about the matchup on the sidelines in this one. For Allen, you have Coach Terry Gamble, and I really don't think he gets enough credit for what he does at Allen. I think he's kind of continued the tradition of them being a perennial contender, and there's no reason to think that they're going to be anything short of a team challenging for AT&T Stadium. Going up against Rodney Webb on the Denton Geyer sideline, the first-year coach there uh, takes over at Geyer after a successful run at Rockwall, an offensive genius on that sideline. He is going to have something extra for the Allen Eagles in this one. So, with two outstanding coaches go to head-to-head, who can find that one wrinkle that puts their team over the top? 
And key number three, the streaks. So you're probably tired of us talking about the fact that Allen has never lost at Allen's Eagle Stadium. And it's true. They are undefeated ever since they opened the doors of that beautiful facility. But there's another streak on the line here as well, which is that Allen has won 62 consecutive district games. That is the third longest active streak in Texas high school football right now. And what we learned last week was that those streaks are not unbreakable. Katie had a very long 75-game district winning streak snapped just last week by Tate, Katie Tompkins. And make no mistake, Denton Geyer knows this. Denton Geyer knows that they can go and make history by walking in to Eagle Stadium and bringing home a win. So, do you pick against the streak? Who am I picking? I'm going with Allen. I'm not picking against two streaks, a district winning streak and a home winning streak. But furthermore, I think that the offense for Allen quarterback General Booty and the Green brothers Bryson and Blaine Green are going to be enough to put them over the top. Now, look, obviously the Allen defense has got to pick it up. And I think that Eli Stowers is going to be able to have a big game if they're not able to find a way to slow him down. But in the end, I just think Allen's got a little bit too much. I think the Eagles continue their streak. I think they bring home a win. Let's go to Houston, 7 o'clock Friday night at Sheldon ISD Panther Stadium. It is a big-time 21-6A clash as the Atascacita Eagles visit the C.E. King Panthers. And what a terrific story C.E. King has been so far this season. Off to a terrific start thanks to this two-headed monster on the ground with Jarrell Wembley and DeCorian Hammond. This is a really explosive rushing attack that keeps them in a lot of games. But I do think this is going to be their biggest test to date. Going up against this high-powered task seat offense led by quarterback Gavin Sessions and a defense that I think is really starting to round into form. I think this game's really close and is probably going to end up coming down to the final possession of the game. Uh, District 21-6A, uh, a lot to be decided in this game, but I do think Atascacita holds on for a win. Go out east, 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Tiger Stadium at Grimm Park in Texarkana. It's a battle of unbeatens in District 9-5A Division II as the Texas High Tigers welcome in the Longview Pine Tree Pirates. And this Texas High team is serious business. Uh, I think they've got an outstanding quarterback in Brayson McHenry, a really strong running game in Braylon Stewart, and a defense that's starting to round into form. I think Coach Jerry Stanford has done a terrific job for this Tigers team. They get a huge test this week against this Pine Tree team that I think is starting to exceed expectations. We knew quarterback DJ Freeman was serious, but he is super special this year, and he's going to be a problem for this Texas high defense that is coming off a shutout of Marshall. That's the key matchup in this one. Can the Texas high defense hold up against what's been an outstanding offense led by DJ Freeman for the Pirates? I think this game's a lot of fun, has a chance to really be interesting, but I do think that the homestanding Texas high Tigers bring home a win. From 95A Division 2 to 95A Division 1, 7 o'clock Friday night Memorial Stadium in Port Arthur. Big time showdown between the Port Arthur Memorial Titans and the Baytown Lee Ganders. And Lee is off to a terrific start. They've already matched their win total from last year. I think that quarterback Christian Olager has taken a real nice step forward. And the defense, while the numbers don't blow you away, they make plays. They make plays at the key moment, and that is really impressive to watch. Going up against unbeaten Memorial and the Titans, man, what do you say about them? Their defense last week against Beaumont United was outstanding, shutting down the Timberwolves, and they have a dual-threat dynamo at the quarterback spot in Jamar Sanders. He is a playmaker. I think this game has a chance to be really fun, but I do think the Titans get the win. But those are far from the only big games in Week 8, Week 12, this week of Texas high school football. Let's get to lightning round. 
I like Leander Rouse over Georgetown Eastview. Duncanville gets by Cedar Hill, although keep an eye on those Longhorns. And I like Abilene over Wolfworth Friendship. With apologies to Matt Stepp, I like Burleson over Everman. Give me White House to stay perfect with a win over Marshall. And Bryant takes down Killeen. I like Harlingen over Westlaco, Westlaco East over Brownsville Porter, and Canyon Randall gets by Abilene Wiley. San Antonio Johnson stays perfect with a win over San Antonio Madison. Give me Dripping Springs over San Antonio Veterans Memorial, and Shadow Creek takes down Pearland. I like Eagle Pass over Laredo Alexander. Give me Frisco to stay perfect with a win over Denison, and Katie bounces back with a win over Katie Taylor. I like Wichita Falls Rider over Plainview, and give me Dickinson to beat Clear Springs. Shirts Clemens squeaks by San Antonio Wagner, and I like Lovett Coronado to stay perfect with a win over Amarillo. Those are the picks. What am I wrong about? Which games did I leave out? Leave comments down below. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks for watching. Enjoy week 12, or week 8, or enjoy the week of Texas high school football. Be safe, wear a mask. We'll see ya. There it is, the picks for 6A and 5A, the big schools, uh, for week 12, week 8. As you know, it's just going to be weird. Because, like, it made sense to call it week 11, Numbers even though it was week sense. 7. Even though it was week 7. But now, like, it kind of doesn't, but it, I don't know, we're not going to change it. The final week of the regular season will be week 15. That's just going to be it. Yeah. And so we'll call it week 15. It'll be dumb. Yeah. I know. But it's 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 only for me to be able to keep my sanity. I was going to say, like, we, we have been out this for 12 weeks. So that's what week it is in my brain. Yes. And I don't want to change that. Right. Once we get <laughs> to the playoffs, everything gets a lot easier. Kind, kind of. Because of. then we're going to, like, I don't know. We're going to have to do a it weird doesn't, thing. It literally doesn't get easy until after state champions for... So let me see. For... 4A through state 1A, because then we can just say it by once. Because, like, by district is going to be regional finals. Regional. Of That's right. It's going to be regional finals. Yeah. You know what's going to be worse is the semifinals. Because yes. Because then it's, like, every... Because then it's area we'll probably, and state Well, and what cities. we normally do for the picks videos, and we'll just produce here on the fly, um, what we do for the picks videos is that for the semifinals, we usually kind of spotlight each game. Yeah. And it's like, so we're probably going to do... What we'll probably do is we'll have one week of, like, the big everything mm-hmm. uh like all of them together for the by district round and then we'll probably have uh separate videos again we'll probably we'll probably now that i think about it we'll probably do two different videos for uh <laughs> for the semifinals because the semifinals we have we really need to go through each of the at that point there will only be eight semifinals no 10 no 12 <laughs> i'm bad at this 12 i quit 12 <laughs> 12 uh, Super smart at math. Anyway, we're Texas football today. We're here. Every, oh, by the way, I guarantee I got at least one of those right. We're Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Final thoughts, please. Pickle. Please. You are celebrating a big week this week. Mm-hmm. You are. It is, of course, Masters Week for you. Don't act like it's you're a tradition. nice about it now. It's a tradition unlike any other. Oh, uh, you... And when t- we get to hear Jim Nance... Irk me. ...say those very famous words, that it's time for free money! Free money! A tradition unlike any other. Don't even. Do not even. (laughs) 
no. Look how mad she is. Take oh my gosh. Back. <laughs> Look how mad she is that I co-opted oh, Jim Nance's line. I'm gonna shut off this show. Oh, that makes me really happy. I think that's the most mad I've ever made you. I think I actually got a little upset. Like my heart hurt at that one a little bit. Usually I'm just joking, but that one took it. You went, you went from the threshold of like just annoying to like too far. The college football picks against the spread. Ugh, last God. week, last week, pickle. Would you care to guess how I did last week? No, I don't care. On five and two, five and two, thirty-seven and twenty-eight on the year. Nice little week last week. Uh, there have been a couple of cancellations, a couple postponements. A uh, and in Tennessee is no longer being played. Uh, and then, is that the only in-state game? That's the only in-state game that got postponed, which is nice. Good. Good job, guys. There's only one game that got postponed. a and in Tennessee is not going to happen. So, as a result, in their stead, we have eight games. Eight games across the state, including, I believe... UTSA and UTEP is a, a state game. This is the first, this is the first week, at least in a so while... That we have eight games, eight home favorites. How about that? Interesting. How do we how do we kind of sort it out? Let's find out together. What's our first game, Pickle? At first, some Big Twelve action. TCU taking on West by God Virginia. Eleven AM on Saturday. WVU favored by three at home. Yes. This is a an interesting matchup. TCU going on the road. You know how I feel about East Coast early kicks. Um, that makes me a little bit scared. One of the things that's going to be very interesting to watch in this game is whether or not TCU can run the ball. They have to be able to run the ball because this West Virginia pass defense is just pretty darn good. They're pretty darn good. And the other thing they have to do is they have to protect Max Duggan. This is a West Virginia defense that gets after it. 23rd in the nation in sack rate. Going up against the TCU offensive line, that's 103rd in sack rate allowed. Okay, That's the big thing on this one. Uh, one thing I think is going to be very interesting, though, is that I do think... The TCU's offense or defense is going to be able to slow down West Virginia. I actually think this may be a pretty low-scoring game, a pretty low-scoring game. Um, basically, what they're saying is that this is a pick 'em on a neutral field, but because this is on the road, it's at West Virginia. For the reasons that I do not necessarily trust TCU to be able to run the ball, and I do not necessarily trust them on the road with an early kick, uh, I am going to take uh, TC, or I'm going to take West Virginia minus three. Um, and, you know, West Virginia is uh, one thing that's also of note. West Virginia, 3-1 and one against the spread at home this year. They're pretty good against the spread. Go Th- prove them wrong, I think they're a- I think they're able to win this game. Um, I think I'm going to go with uh, TCU, or rather West Virginia minus three. What's next, Miss Pickle? Up next, we head over to Conference USA as the UTEP Miners head down to San Antonio to take on UTSA 2 p.m. on Saturday. Roadrunners favored by seven in the Alamo Dome. Yes. Um, okay. So UTEP is going to be playing for the first time in what feels like forever. When was their last game? Um, UTEP? Yeah, boy, it's been a minute mm-hmm. since they played. Yeah. They, their last game was on October 24th. So they're going to go... Uh, this will be their first game in three weeks. Um, they have not played in a while, and I wonder if that's going to have an impact. They also have to go on the road, which is no funsies. Um, one thing that I'm going to have my eye on in this game is can UTSA, I'm sorry, can UTEP throw the ball at all? Can they throw the ball at all? Because right now I've kind of given up on them being a decent rushing team. Just kind of given up on it. I just don't think they're going to. It's going to have to come down to Gavin Hardison and can they throw the ball effectively against a, a UTSA 
secondary that's good, not great. Yeah. It's beatable, right? Um, on the other side of the ball, I think it's more or less a push. One thing will be, can Sincere McCormick have a big game? Can Sincere McCormick have a big game? Because he's going to be, in my opinion, the best player on the field. Um, at home, I'm going to take UTSA. I'm going to take UTSA minus seven. I think being at home helps. I think uh, the rest versus rust thing, I think the rust may be very real for UTEP. Uh, I'm going to take uh, UTSA minus seven at home. What is next, Pickle? You want to talk about rest versus oh, rust? No. Here we go, man. North Texas heading over to Birmingham to take on UAB 2 p.m. on Saturday. UAB favored by 14 over a North Texas team that hasn't played since the 17th of October. That sounds right. I think they were a week before UTEP. Four, yeah. Like, that's a right. month. Yeah, I mean, they haven't played Literally. in a month. Um, look, here's the bottom line of it, okay? I have almost no faith. UAB's offense is not amazing. They throw the ball okay. They run the ball pretty effectively, and that could be enough. You be quiet. Um, spam risk. Um... They throw they they run the ball pretty effectively against a North Texas rushing defense that is um doo doo. It's very bad. Am I wrong? No. Oh, you're laughing at a comment. Yes. Never mind. Uh, it's a North Texas rushing attack that's not very good. I think UAB is going to be able to have their their way on the ground. Um, and then also the one thing that North Texas does do is score pretty effectively, right? They're a pretty decent offense. But UAB's probably got the best defense in Conference USA, arguably. Yes, I would agree with that. Or at least one of the best. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's a bad combo, especially on the road. Um, I think UAB rolls in this game, um, especially considering North Texas hasn't played in a month. I'm going to go with UAB minus 14. Taking three home favorites so far. Don't love that. Yeah, but. and many of them not Texas. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Don't feel good about that. Anyway, oh, the, uh, uh, the one thing I will say, though, UAB is pretty bad against the spread, though. Mm. They're 2-5 and five this year against the spread. So if that if that knocks you off of it, then, then I, I certainly understand. I will say I like UAB minus 14. What's next, Pickle? Up next, we're staying in Conference USA as your most special Rice Owls take on hoot, hoot. Louisiana Tech, 2.30 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, the Bulldogs favored by one. By one. Which is just they think it's home a pick field advantage. They think it's a pick em, <laughs> right? They think it's a pick em. And look, there's every reason to believe that Rice can go walk into Ruston and win this game. Okay? Which is a statement that hasn't been sure. said in years. Sure. Absolutely. Um... One thing that's going to be interesting to watch, okay? The Rice defense, I think, has got to have a spectacular game. And they've got to have a spectacular game against a Louisiana Tech offense that just isn't very good. Mm -hmm. They don't run the ball well. They're almost entirely reliant on throwing the ball. And they're not super great at it. No. Like, this is not an amazing Louisiana Tech team. Rice should be able to walk in there and win. Um, the question for me is going to be whether or not Rice can move the ball, and run the ball effectively? Like, have they turned the corner? Has Mike Collins helped to turn the corner on this Rice offense? Look, I was going to take Louisiana Tech. I was, because being at home, and I don't know if I necessarily trust Rice to go on the road and get a win right now. Don't you dare. Hoot. Hoot. Let's go Rice. I think the Owls bring home a win. I was going to be so... Going, I'm going, I was going to say going that your fandom was completely gut. fake if you didn't choose Rice in a pick'em game. I'm going, I'm going my gut. Going my gut. I respect it. The gut says Rice. I was going to call you out on your fandom if you did not go with Rice. The gut says Owls. <laughs> Come on, Bloom. Come through for me. <laughs> What's next? 
Up next, we've got South Florida heading over to Houston, 2.30 p.m. on Saturday. The Cougs favored by 14 at home. Okay. I actually feel pretty good about this pick, which is weird because I normally don't feel good about anything. Okay? <laughs> if, if you have not been paying attention to South Florida, South Florida stinks. Dog, they stink on ice. They are so bad. They are very bad. Okay? They are very bad. <laughs> Um, they are 107th in the nation in scoring offense. They're 110th in the nation in scoring defense. Okay? They are quite bad at basically everything. Well, I want to see Rice in South Florida go at it. Right. <laughs> this is, to me, an opportunity for the Houston defense to get on track and to feel good about themselves. They should be able to shut down South Florida. They don't do basically anything well. Okay? <laughs> I mean that. And they better get after the quarterback. They don't do anything well. Tell me what they do well. No, I I just love the, they don't do basically anything They don't. It was a great quote. I was giving you credit on that. Let me see if I can find something they do well. Hold on. I'm looking up and down the numbers. They, They They pick off a fair amount of passes. Okay, they pick off a fair amount of passes, and I bet you that is garbage time things when the Almost third string certainly. quarterback comes. Almost in. certainly, this is a game that I think Houston, especially at home, should go out there and smash. Them. South Florida okay? is a colossal pooping. They are bad. I like Houston minus fourteen. I like Houston minus seventeen. Minus twenty one, I'd be thinking about. Yeah. It. <laughs> okay, I like Houston minus fourteen. I would say that's my lock of the week, but that would absolutely mid, mid South Florida's going to win thirty four thirty one. And North, I, Houston, we would stop and replay that entire Clayton, clip. Clayton Tune, Clayton Tune would throw like seventeen interceptions. interceptions. No, I like Houston. I like Houston minus fourteen. That feels like that feels like a team that Houston's not perfect, but they are definitely better than South Florida. It would have to be just tragic. If it would that have to be a happen. really bad performance from 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 them. So I like Houston. Uh, minus 14. What's next pick? I wouldn't complain about being able to post that whole clip, though. <laughs> They're ba- I mean, no, because all it would be would be like, oh, man, Houston really screwed the pooch. Yeah. That's it. That's What's true. Next? Up next, the fight in Ishmael Johnson's go to uh, Georgia Southern, 2.30 p.m. Saturday. Georgia Southern favored by 10 and a half on the road, and I feel like uh, you agree, uh, but you really don't want to. I don't want to. But, I don't want to. This Georgia – but but for a team – in Texas State that has struggled to find consistency offensively, mm-hmm. this is not the team you want to see. Because Georgia Southern is a good defense. A legit, yes, extremely. A legit good defense. Not not just good for Sunbelt. They are a legit good defense. Mm-hmm. They... Uh, they are are pretty dangerous in the secondary. They stop the run really well. Um, that's a bad matchup. The other side of the ball is interesting because I don't think Georgia Southern. So Georgia Southern, they're the ones who run the triple option, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. They run the ball pretty well. Okay. They're very bad at passing, but that's because they don't have to do it. This is a huge test for this Texas State rushing defense. Mm-hmm. Can they slow down? This is a team that wins ugly. They win games like 27 to 13, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I do like Georgia Southern in this one. I don't think I just I just think that the Texas State offense has not shown the consistency that makes me trust that they're going to be able to go on the road with what will probably be a limited number of possessions. Mm-hmm. And and find a way to to take down Georgia Southern. Well, and that's the other ten thing. and a half's a good line. 
Um, if it were like eight and a half, I'd be thinking about Texas State, but their defense can only go for so long too. Like you can yeah. expect them to maybe be able to kind of stop and stay in the game in the first half, but I think that they're going to get worn out before their offense actually it does something. Yeah, I'm going to go Georgia Southern minus ten and a half. I don't feel great. I'm sorry if, if this line were twelve and a half, I'd be thinking about it, but um, I, I like Georgia Southern minus ten and a half. What's next, Pickle? Up next, back to the Big 12 we go as Baylor heads over to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech 3 p.m. on Saturday. Another pick'em game. Tech favored by one at home. Yeah, it is. And this is, look. Which I feel like is a very solid line for that. <laughs> it is. Because, like, I mean, it's, it it's, is two, it's two fundamentally flawed teams. Because you just don't know which team to expect when they no. go out there. No. Like, they like, show flashes, and yeah. then they suck. And it's like, what are you doing? Right. Okay. This is tough. Because, as you know... I'm not a fan of picking Baylor this year. Yes. You know that. It's That's your hand on the stove. That's my hand on the stove. But I feel like I'm going to do it again. And here's why. <laughs> okay? Put that finger back, hand back on the stove. I have a meme for that. Back on the stove. Here's why. I think, they're, I think that if they are ever, ever going to get going offensively, it's this week. Because the Texas Tech defense is pretty bad. Um, I also do not think that the Tech offense is good enough to get past what's been still a pretty stout Baylor defense. Still a pretty stout Baylor defense. Here's the other thing about this, okay? The other thing about this, and the reason I'm taking Baylor minus one, or Baylor plus one, rather. Tech is two and five. Two and five against the spread this year. Mm -hmm. They have been quite bad against the spread. I think Baylor wins this game I think they win this game ugly. I think it's something like 28-24, something like that. I like Baylor plus or plus one in this one. I don't feel great about it, but I do. I am going to go with them. Yeah, I got it. And finally, Pickle. I don't feel good about it. Stay away from that game. It's an ugly <laughs> game. What's next? What's final, I should say? The final game, the nightcap, number 19 SMU heads to Tulsa, 6 p.m. on Saturday. Tulsa is favored by two and a half uh, at the home. This they, is, they're at home. Yeah, they're at home. <laughs> so what they're saying, like basically this is Vegas still not still not respecting the Mustangs. Mm -mm. They still don't respect the Mustangs. Now look, I think there's a fair argument to be made that Tulsa actually matches up pretty well with SMU. Okay, They have a really good defense. Most especially, they have a very good rushing defense. They run, they stop the run really well. Um... But their pass defense, I think, leaves a little bit to be desired. Um, I think that this is a team that, uh, you know, in, on the other side of the ball, Tulsa is a, is a good offense, not amazing. Mm -hmm. um, they are pretty balanced offensively. And SMU's defense, admittedly, has not been great. Mm -hmm. They've not been great. Okay? But in the end, I just think that the SMU offense is going to be able to get enough to put them over the top. Mm -hmm. That I just think that unless... Um, like I don't know. I keep going back to this, but it's like a lot of the a lot of the things that I look at to make these types of picks. Like for example, um, normally you'd say, okay, well, if this defense is really good, are they going to pressure Shane Bouchelle? This is not a, a Tulsa team that has a great sack rate. Are they a team that picks off a lot of passes? No, they they don't. They're they're uh, 59th in in interception rate, which is fine, but you know. That's about the same as SMU, and I wouldn't call SMU this team that picks off a bunch of passes, mm -hmm. right? I think that SMU is going to be able to move the ball on the ground. 
think they're going to be able to win this game. It's going to be, a, I think it's going to be a, a late field goal or something like that. But I do think SMU goes on the road and gets the win. I just think SMU is better. I, th- I think SMU is better than Tulsa. That's yeah, just I me. think the only way that Tulsa gets them is if SMU gets themselves in a hole. They turn the ball over a bunch. because that defense. You know, it's just like, can they dig themselves out of a hole when their defense yeah. is kind of, eh, you right. know, right? Um, this is a team. This is a team like like. That's the thing. I think Tulsa's going to need some take some takeaways to win this game. And SMU is just not a team that gives the ball away a ton. Just don't give the ball away a ton. Mm-hmm. I think SMU wins. I think SMU wins outright. Um, so I'll take them minus two and a, or plus two and a half. So my free money picks are West Virginia minus three at home against TCU. I like UTSA minus seven at home against UTEP. I like UAB minus 14 at home against North Texas. I like Rice plus one at Louisiana Tech. I like Houston minus 14 at home against South Florida. I like Georgia Southern minus 10 and a half at home against Texas State. I like Baylor plus one at Tech. And I like SMU plus two and a half at Tulsa. That is free money. This is Ashley Pickle for money for uh, America's favorite uh, segment. Final uh, thoughts. Thanks, final Tep. Thoughts. America's <laughs> second favorite. Uh, no, I just wanted to remind everyone. We don't really have much from the comments, so I wanted to remind everyone. Uh, bracketology videos are out, so please go to YouTube and watch those playoffs start tonight. So get that done. Uh, if you need to go back and watch the picks video, especially the one with the scroll on it, mm-hmm. that's also on YouTube. Dave Campbell's text. Fo- no, YouTube.com slash Dave. Campbell's TF. Yeah. And then also, Mailback Friday. There you go. 972-532-6665. 972-532-6665-972-5-DAM-OK. 972-532-MONK. If you have a question for Mailback Friday tomorrow, hit us up on the text line. We'll also have the Facebook comments open tomorrow mm-hmm. for Mailback Friday. Okay. That's it. I'm done. You can't make me stay anymore. Good. Do us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of your trophy. See you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.